Daddy of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the sixth Sunday of the Great Lent. And as you know, the Church arranged for every Sunday of the Great Lent a specific reading of the Gospel and all the reading of the week to be around the theme of the topic of this God, this reading. And today is the miracle of healing the man born blind. And this miracle, as all the miracles of the Lord Jesus Christ, were done for two purposes. The first purpose, which is clear, to help someone who or she is in need, like this man. He was born blind, he suffered, and the Lord healed him. He healed the paralytic, he uh, turned the water into wine for helping the people, and so on. And the second reason, which is the major one for all the miracles, is to prove that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God incarnate, to, to prove his divinity. Why? Because the Son of God took human nature and became man. And people saw him as a man walking, eating, drinking, sleeping, and so on. But how to reveal his divinity? Because, so he revealed his divinity by his teaching and by his miracles, his actions. Because believing in the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ is essential for our salvation. So we believe that is, he is full in his divinity and full in his humanity. Because if, he, if the Lord Jesus Christ was a prophet or great man, uh, like others or great teachers, and died on the cross, there are many who suffered because, but his death on the cross is different than any other suffering of righteous people. Because he is the Son of God, then his blood to save us, to cleanse our sins, to take away our sins, to bring salvation. So therefore, the Lord always emphasizes that it is those who follow him to believe in his divinity. And that's what we see in these miracles. And in this miracle, it did not end by the Lord healed him, but the Lord met him and asked him uh, this, this question. Uh, when do you, he asked him, do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who talking with you. Then he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Even this man before confessed that the Lord is prophet, because he didn't know him. He is from God. He is righteous. But all this is not enough. From this miracle, the Lord proved his divinity as creator, because only God who creates. Man may made, but not to create. 
And the creation here is this man uh, who was blind, he was blind in a new, unique way. That he had no eyes. That's why when the disciples saw him, they were surprised. And definitely the disciples saw many blind people. It's not for them the first time to see a blind person. But why they asked these questions about who sent this man or his parent that he was both blind? And like you, when we see someone who is very miserable, then you wonder why this person is so miserable in this condition. That's why they ask this question. That's why the Lord healed also many blind people, but, but he, he healed this man in a different way. And he made a clay from the dust and put it in his eyes and asked him to go and to wash in the pool of Silva. In other condition, he just touched the blind people. And or in some other, it didn't mention how he healed. But this mentioned in details to show that this, how God created new eyes for him. And he used the same way as God created us, because God created us from the dust. So actually, the Lord created two eyes for this uh, man. And that's why this miracle is considered as a proof of the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Secondly, the church understood this miracle not only in healing a blind person, not only as a proof of the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ, but also as a, a God who is the light of the world to grant us enlightenment, illumination. Because the miracle did not end by healing and restoring the physical eyes, but to lead him to believe in the Son of God, to enlighten his mind. That's why there is a link between this miracle and the baptism. And as you know, this Sunday is called the Sunday of Baptism, Ahad al-Tanasir. Because why? And because in this miracle, God granted the man to lead him, to, to, to be enlightened and to believe in him. In the baptism, we receive the new nature. After the fall, our nature is corrupted and our mind is linked to the, the evil. But in the baptism, we receive the new nature. Also, you may notice that is the same reading of the miracle of healing the man born blind is read in the fourth Sunday of the month of Tuba. Why? Because we believe that we, we celebrate the feast of Theophany in the 11th of Tuba. So in the month of Tuba, where there is a celebration of the Theophany, 
And in, in the celebration of Theophany, Ra'id al-Qutaz, we remember the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ, which opened for us to our own baptism and receiving the Holy Spirit as he receives the Holy Spirit on our behalf. So the church reads the same gospel in the fourth Sunday, in the same month where we celebrate the, uh, the, the, the feast of uh, Theophany. And also in the early church, this uh, gospel was a part of the rite of the baptism. It's not in our Coptic rite, but in many other churches, especially in the early church, uh, was a part of the readings in uh, the rite of the baptism. So in other words, since the early church, the understanding of this miracle is a miracle to uh, grant enlightenment uh, to, to the person as he led him to believe in his divinity. The third point which I want to, to, take, uh, to talk about is the role of the man born blind in his own healing. Of course, he suffered and the Lord healed him. But what was his role in healing? You notice that in this miracle, the Lord did for him something very strange. Can you imagine a person who is blind and someone bring a clay and put in his eyes and say to him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam or whatever the pool. What is the, what do you expect the reaction of this person? And imagine you find a blind person and blend a clay and put in his eyes. He may hit you. He may feel that you are mocking of him or he will fight with you if you do, if do something like this. But this man, he accepted. Even logically, if you have a clay on, on the eye and go to wash, what will happen? The clay will fall. And if someone who has a good eyes and put a clay on his eyes, he will, it will affect his eyes. So logically, what the Lord did for him is against the logic. But he felt the power of the word and the hand of God when he touched him and the and this is faith. This is the faith. The faith is to, to feel beyond the logic, to accept things beyond your logic, beyond your senses. And that's why he obeyed and he went and walked and washed. If he did not do so, he would not be healed. So he had a role and he expressed his. Uh, faith. Like last Sunday. Last Sunday, it was the healing of the paralytic man. And the paralytic man was waiting for somebody to, to push him in the pool to be healed. But the Lord told him something strange. Rise, take up your bed. Of course, the logic, how can I rise when I'm paralytic? I can rise if you push me first in the pool 
and then I be healed, and then I will can walk. But he accepted what the Lord. He felt the power of, of the word of the Lord, and he, right, he rose and walked. If he say, no, how, how can I tell you to rise? How can I tell you this? You don't see that I'm paralytic? Or have to, to ask me to go to, to wash in the pool of Sulwam? You don't see. How can I go? I am blind. How can I walk to go to the pool while I am, I am blind? So faith to help us to go beyond our senses and to go beyond our logic. Because our mind is limited and we need help. And the faith will help us as uh, which help us to, to go beyond, uh, as I said, as St. Paul uh, defines the face by saying, now face is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. He didn't see the healing, but he, he trusts about the, uh, the healing. The last point, which I want to highlight in these miracles, can you imagine a person who was blind, now he can see, suppose everybody will be happy of that. But the Pharisees, they were not happy. And brought this man into great, investigate, asking question, repeated the question, and yani, you heard, yani, we the Saint John by the Holy Spirit recalled to us. But what was the problem? What was the problem for them? The problem, which is repeated problem about the Sabbath, you, you find the same things last Sunday, the same when the Lord healed the man who was paralytic, the same problem happened. But the question is why the Lord insisted to heal on the Sabbath and create problems with the Pharisees. Okay? You find it's many times that is God to heal, the Lord to heal someone, and it happened to be on the Sabbath, the Pharisees be offended, attack him, and so on. So you may ask, why is the Lord insist on healing on Sabbath? And why these people insist on creating problem and not to look about the uh, the American in a different way. The reason is just the word why. Why? What is the why here? If they asked they took the commandment of the Sabbath but they didn't ask why we God give us this commandment. If they asked why, and they understood the meaning of the Sabbath, they will not create problem. The difference between them and the Lord Jesus Christ, that is the Lord knows why, because he is God, and they do not ask this question and to know why. So why? That's the Lord explained to them. Sabbath means rest. 
Rest. And the God gives this commandment for man to rest. That if something which lead to man to rest, like healing a person, is this not means the ful fulfillment of the miracle of the of the commandment or not? So if they ask it why this command was given to us, they will not be make these troubles. And this is always a challenge for us. That is, we follow things, we don't ask why. And that's why when people try to understand the meaning, they may have conflict with the people who just keep what's outside without asking uh, uh, the meaning. I tell you a funny story, just to conclude with. A man brought a fish, pole fish, and gave it to his wife to cook it. And she did. And when she brought the fish after uh, she cooked it, then the husband find she cut the head and the tail. So he asked her, why you cook the fish in this way, to cut the head and tail. She said, my mom told me this is the way to make a fish. So he went to his mother-in-law and asked her, why you do the fish in this way? She said, my mom <laughs> told me to do the fish in this way. So he was lucky that his, his grandmother-in-law <laughs> was still alive. <laughs> and she went, he went to her and asked her why, when you make a fish, you do it in this way. She told him, my son, my husband of blessed memory, he, went, he, he, he brought to me a small pan. Panel here to make the fish. <laughs> but now she, she had a small pan, so she could not put the fish, they cut it. it. <laughs> and and her, her daughter thought this is the way to, but she didn't ask why. <laughs> if she knows the reason, she just bring a larger one. <laughs> That's why I always encourage people to ask why. If we understand our faith, if we understand our right, if we understand our church, then we will keep it with conviction. And we will avoid a lot of the issues which is people raised because they keep what's outside without understanding the reason. That's why the old, you notice that is one when the Lord to give a commandment, he explain. And for example, especially the difficult commandments. Look, I will read the Sermon on the Mountain. 
The only commandment which is allowed explained in details when he said, love your enemies. Because difficult command. He said, love your enemies to be like God, who uh, sent his, the, the rain for evil and the good people. So he explained to the people. He's not just love your enemy and that's it. He when asked to be merciful, I said, be merciful like your heavenly father is merciful. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a commandment which may be a difficult commandment if you tell it anybody. But he said, because I want you to be like me. That's the reason I give you a commandment. Like, Masan, if you someone uh, you behave wrongly, no, you have to behave in the right way because you are Christian. And we, as a Christian, we have to behave in different. So may our Lord Jesus Christ always to enlighten our mind. And we are in the uh, Sunday of the Enlightenment. So will God guide us by the Holy Spirit to know him who revealed himself to us, to whom is glory now and forever. Amen.